Hello, and thanks for listening to Grace 91.1 FM and The Gate with Pastor Eric Kluth. The Gate is a program that focuses on the events, the happenings, the people, and the places in our local communities. Hey everyone, it's Pastor Eric. Uh, welcome to another edition of The Gate. The Gate is a program that focuses on the events, happenings, the people, and the places within our local communities. Today I'm joined by a good friend of mine, uh, Tom, with La Grande Cafe. What's up, Tom? Hey, Pastor Eric. How's it going? That's going great. Uh, it's it's a great opportunity for us to talk about what's happening in the restaurant business here in Casa Grande. Indeed. It is a grand day to do that. A grand day, yes. So, Tom, can you just share with our listeners uh, a little bit about your business? Sure, Eric. We are a locally owned cafe. We're in the Vilago Marketplace Center. We are open from seven in the morning to eight at night every day. So we serve all three meal parts. So we have a lot of faith-based customers that come in and really support us. Uh, we're, we're just really blessed in that regard. Uh, we we try to help out the community here in Casa Grande by doing you know specials with the schools and catering for the schools. We we did a really nice thing during this Corona Coronathon, as I like to call it, uh, with one of the local elementary schools. We had the teachers come in as they were doing their online classes and they were all able to get a meal. Uh, we also get, did a nice catering for Banner Hospital. We were part of some local restaurants that we all banded together to, to do something good for the hospital workers. Yeah, because I mean, they're working probably tons of hours and and it seems like both the, the teachers and our medical field really took a, a hard hit, should I say, during this COVID season. But in a sense, though, so did the restaurants though, right? Uh, we really did. It was kind of crazy how quickly everything changed. You know, everyone was focused on going to the grocery store and buying toilet paper. They didn't care to go out to eat. And in fact, in the early days of this thing, everybody was concerned that could they get it? They didn't know how they could get it. So we were a little slow there in the month of April, for sure. We fortunately were able to stay open our normal hours. We really thought it was important to maintain a sense of normalcy and, you know, keep our hours what they were, even if we had some awfully slow ones, it was okay because, you know, I knew that this would come to an end or at least we'd come out on the other end of it and have some, what of a normal operating system. We, we did have to do takeout only for a while there and it worked out just fine. So we were really lucky in that regard, but we also thought it was important to kind of keep the restaurant going. So mm -hmm. people in the community had a place to go, uh, at least pick stuff up or, you know, phone in an order. So I, I, I just have to ask you, uh, at the beginning of COVID, which I think was back in uh, March, right, is when it really hit. Right. Uh, there was a, a shutdown. In a sense, everything was pretty much locked down. As a business owner, was there a fear of losing your business? I mean, because you guys have been in business now for three years. Right. And yeah, almost so, three years. And yes, there was a fear of losing the business or, you know, you can only go so long without any revenue. Uh, you know, and of course, at the time, we didn't know what was going to happen, how long this would go. Um, I was definitely worried. That's why I thought, you know what, we're going to go down fighting. I wanted to keep everybody working and keep the hours normal. And in fact, you know, as some of the restaurants in town did temporarily close, we were able to pick up new customers, which, you know, every customer is a great, great thing to have. I mean, we, we cherish our customers. So to get new ones is amazing. And if anything good has come out of this for La Grande Cafe, it's that we've actually met new people, met new customers, and we think, you know, they'll be coming back. 
But uh, certainly it was a little stressful there for a minute. You know, it's like, wow, what's going to happen? How are any restaurants, how are any businesses going to survive this being shut down? You know, it's it's nice on paper to think you've got a year's worth of of, you know, of bill money just sitting in the bank ready to go. But that's not the reality in a, for a lot of business owners. You know, you're kind of going day by day, week by week, month by month. Um, fortunately for the Grande, we're positioned to survive, you know, if this did go for a little bit, but still you can't go on indefinitely. So there was definitely a concern. <laughs> it's weird to think, but we're a restaurant and people need to eat. It's just one of those things in life that has to happen. Uh, you need to eat. Now you don't have to eat at a restaurant, but there are certainly people that, you know, do enjoy coming out to eat because they don't like to cook or they don't even know how to cook. <laughs> Quite frankly, there are people out there that just, you know, never turn their oven on. So they depend on restaurants. So I always thought, well, okay, if we can just, you know, rock and roll with slower numbers or, you know, you know less volume than we usually have, but we can still cover our bills or just operate at a minimal loss, we'll be okay. So I always was optimistic about it, hoping that we could get a handle on this and think about the early days of it. They, no one knew what was going on with this. It's a brand new virus. So as time goes on, you figure our modern medicine will come through with some treatments and or vaccines. And that's already happened with the treatments. You know, the death rates have gone down, you know, from the early days of this because they have a better idea idea how to treat it. So I've, I was always trying to keep an optimistic outlook on it because if you didn't, you could really <laughs> quickly go into a state of depression. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was good to keep my employees working. We didn't have to lay anybody off. Uh, and then once we were able to reopen our inside dining room, we were prepared. You know, we we didn't miss a beat. We were open. So we had all our food and all our supplies and all our employees were already on staff. So it was just a seamless transition into the inside dining. And of course, at La Grande Cafe, we have a really nice patio with a lot of tables out there that are, gosh, some of them are 10 feet apart. So... You know, people like to sit out there. Not necessarily today, this this kind of time of the year when it's 110 degrees, but. Yeah, but even in the midst of uh, of the heat, it's nice to know that there's options for people to come to a place to feel safe. Because I think that that's the biggest issue right now. Can I go out in public? Do I feel safe? Because I don't want to get Corona. I don't want to get COVID. Uh, I mean, I know that the numbers are dropping drastically. You know, that's a good thing. Um, but even in the midst of having a patio, Late at night or, you know, seven, eight-ish, you know, because I think you're open on Fridays till nine, right? Right. We're open Friday and Saturday nights till nine. So we have people sitting on our patio, which is lighted. So people are utilizing the patio to have a nice ice cream or dessert or acai bowl and, and even dinner out there. So even when it's hot, it's a nice place to sit and they feel safer. And of course, Eric, in our restaurant, we are practicing all of the safety protocols that the CDC recommends and the... Uh, Pinal County Health Inspector recommends, we are really focused on wiping the chairs, the tables, the salt and pepper shaker down immediately after a customer gets up from a table. So we don't want to have anybody get sick at our restaurant. So we're trying our best to keep ahead of this and bleach everything in sight whenever someone touches something. Yeah. And that's important to people too, is because I think the more uh, people are starting to now go out more, in my opinion. I think uh, in my observation, it seems like more people are going to restaurants, even in the midst of Governor Ducey's recommendation of 
reducing uh, dining room capacity, right? Right. We had to lose a few tables in the restaurant, you know, to maintain the capacity and limits, but the patios worked out great. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a great thing for you guys. But in the midst of even the restrictions from Governor Ducey, uh, and you can agree with them or you can disagree with them, it doesn't matter. It was there, right? Uh, And so with people being able to now go out, feel more safe. People are wearing masks. I'm sure it's, you know, with the mask mandatory here in Casa Grande. How has that been going for you guys? Oh, it's been going great. We've had um, almost all of our customers walk into the restaurant with masks. Uh, Occasionally, we've had somebody be like, oh, I forgot my mask. So we supply them with one. Uh, Of course, all our employees are wearing masks. It's mandatory. So it's really just been an easy uh, transition and people haven't actually given us any problems at the cafe. Uh, Of course, once you get to your table, you're allowed to take your mask off. It's kind of hard to eat with a mask on. So, you know, everyone's adhering to those rules. And yeah, and and, and in the midst of that, people are still coming to a great environment. You know, they can come out and get ice cream. I think you're like one of the only ice cream shops in the area, right? And so (laughs) I think we are, Eric. Uh, Coldstone Creamery, unfortunately, shut down and they were the other legitimate ice cream shop. So we are the only one in town serving hard serve ice cream. And, you know, we actually source our ice cream from Shamrock Farms. So their cows are right here in Pinal County. I didn't know that. Yeah, all our ice cream is made from the cows are right here. Yeah, they're out on the way to Stanfield. Local cows. All right. Local cows. We sometimes smell it in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) But when you come to the Grande Cafe, you know you're enjoying some fruits of that smell. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's important, though. I mean, as the whole focus of the show is to really uh, give our audience, uh, people in Casa Grande, even in the surrounding areas, Arizona City, Eloy, uh, Coolidge, Florence, Maricopa, even, you know, to uh, understand that, you know, we want to encourage people to say, hey, life is moving forward, you know, because during this time, there's a lot of fear, a lot of people that are still you know, cautious and that's okay. But there's a lot of people that are, you know, starting to wanting to get out and stuff like that. And so it's like, how does a local restaurant support that idea of you don't need to be afraid? You know, I mean, I talked, you talked about how clean your restaurant is, but I think talking about the importance of trying to maintain that normalcy, if you can kind of, you know, explain that more in depth. Right. Well, obviously, we're all on this planet only one time. And I think it's important to live life. We've all gone through months now of this pandemic. And it's it's kind of shown that if you do socially distance and bleach everything, you can really cut down on the transmission of this virus. So now that we have reopened, and we are allowed inside dining, you're a okay to come on in. I don't see any reason why one wouldn't want to come in. And if, you know, you're really concerned about all this, just be assured that we are bleaching and manically bleaching all of our tables. And of course, everything is cleaned in the back. We we are very proud of our uh, cleanliness record. We just had our health inspection uh, two weeks ago, and we're happy to say we got an E, which is excellent. You know, it. it's not almost an F. It's a it's E for excellent. <laughs> so, you know, we have shown through our health inspection that we are adhering to everything they want us to do, not to mention everything we normally do mm-hmm. in the restaurant world. You have to remember, restaurants are already highly regulated. We have health inspectors that come every couple months and they they check to see if anything's out of place. You know, gosh, we do, we do not want to have someone get food poisoning at a restaurant or have any sickness come from going to a dining establishment. So it's already a heavily regulated industry. 
And, you know, so we've already been wearing gloves and, and using bleach and, you know, sanitizing everything. So part of having a restaurant is you have sanitizer buckets just strewn throughout the restaurant that you have to wipe everything down with constantly. So, you know, I think we're in a good spot. I even had a company come and decontaminate the restaurant, you know, the hospital grade decontaminant. So, you know, we felt good about that. You know, if you're a healthy person, don't really have any major secondary conditions, uh, come on out and give the restaurant world a try again, whether yeah. it's the Grande or another one here in town. Yeah, and I think that that's, that's the key here is, is I, I think that we can always uh, talk about, is this place clean? Is it is it safe? But to actually hear it from the owner's point of view, because oftentimes you read about things on social media, everybody's got an opinion, everybody's got their own theories or whatever you call it, you know, just like their thought process. But to hear from the source of one of our local restaurants saying, hey, we are following guidelines. In fact, we're probably doing above and beyond the guidelines. And I like what you said about the health inspector, because I didn't really even think about that. Did they bring any additional like measures that you had to meet for COVID? Well, you know, she checked the social distance of the tables. With a tape measure and, the, and everything? No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she really did. And, and of course, the mask was a big thing. She was happy to see that we all had our mask up over our noses. And, you know, that's something she was very concerned about. Like, you have to maintain your mask covering your face completely, both your mouth and nose. Uh, you know, those are a couple things that, of course, didn't exist a few months ago. But now it's the world we live in and we're trying to adhere to that to the T. Yeah. So and I just got to ask you for your opinion. Do you think that it's going to ease off in the months to come? I mean, I know that it's only speculation, but what is it like? Do you have any inside track of like? Well, I'm hopeful it does. Obviously, it seems like these measures of increased social distancing, trying to stay away from people um, and wearing the mask has certainly brought our case counts down here in Pinal County and in Arizona overall. I mean, Eric, you got to remember just a month ago, we were a hotbed in the national news that Arizona had so many cases. Unfortunately, now our numbers have gone down to the extent that you're barely mentioned in the national media. I mean, I can't believe like it was f just a few weeks ago, I was reading a newspaper from London, England, and it was a whole article about Arizona. <laughs> I thought these British people are waking up hearing about our state. And now we've got some nice numbers on the you know downward trend. So hopefully we can maintain that. Maybe we are fortunate as the weather gets nicer here, we'll be able to spend more time outside where the uh, transmission rates are lower. It's like we are kind of the inverse of the East Coast where in the winter when it's cold, they're all inside. Well, we have the inverse here when it's super hot, stream heat, we're all inside. You know, we're not hiking CG Mountain like some people were the other day or, <laughs> you know, we're not outside doing our activities because it's just too hot. So once we come into the nicer fall weather, it's probably going to go down even more and we can get a handle on this thing and yeah. you know, get get back to somewhat of a normal life. A normal life. Yeah. So uh, as you were mentioning before, you're like saying about, you know, to try the uh, the restaurant world, you know, not just La Grande Cafe, but there's a lot of local restaurants here in Casa Grande. In fact, I I'm quite blown away. I've been here for two years and the amount of restaurants that are in this little town, uh, like little mom and pop 
restaurants and stuff like that. It really, it really blows me away of how many there are. But it, what really blows me away is how many people actually go out there and support them. But like recently, you go past like a, a major restaurant, such as like maybe like Olive Garden, and there's hardly any cars in their parking lot. How do you, or, or how would you encourage other restaurant workers or owners uh, to keep going and keep like trying to stay afloat? You know, I mean, I, obviously it's all driven by business, but somebody could get like really down and out. Like, is my career field going to go away because of this COVID? Right. Well, I don't think that's the case at all. I mean, look at history. Americans love to go out to eat and only more so in recent years. You know, it's just become a, a really big part of society that you go out to eat. So I think, you know, you're going to see pent up demand, people deciding, OK, we now know restaurants are safe. There hasn't been any major outbreaks from any restaurant, you know, at all. So, hey, let's go back out and have some nice meal with the family. Yeah, I don't think it's ever going to go away. People do like to go socialize with one another in these social distancing times. I mean, come down, sit down at a table, take your mask off and you can be with your friends or family. And, you know, we know that in this state, the slowest period of the year is the summertime. So it's kind of weird this year because you don't know if it's the COVID or if it's the the extreme heat we've been having, you know, that it's people don't necessarily like to get in their car if they don't have to when it's 112 degrees out. So, you know, we're all hopeful that in the fall we'll start to see more visitors coming back. And more locals deciding, you know, okay, the heat's broken and it's safe to go out again. And, you know, we think the restaurants will be coming back nice and strong. Yeah. Do you, so do you do you connect with other restaurant owners to like to see what they're doing during this time? Have you done that? Sure. Well, there's a, several great restaurateurs in town that I've talked to. Uh, Michael Jackson at Bedillon's, uh, owner of Anaya is a great Mexican restaurant in my shopping center. Uh of course, Robert from Mi Amigo Ricardo is a friend of mine. You know, he's doing all kinds of great stuff at his restaurant to keep everybody safe. Uh, you know, we're all just like you said, we're all uh, good restaurants here in town and we're all just doing what we can to keep our customers happy to come in. I just try to stay optimistic. I'm just optimistic by nature. So I was just like, you know, we'll make this happen. We'll get through it. And that's one thing I can appreciate about La Grande. I mean, uh, from you and uh, knowing you personally uh, and your wife and but even your employees there's a sense when you walk through the doors of of optimism you know people are excited you know hey what's going on you know we're glad you're here and i think that's the key uh, to get through difficult times you know because if you're focusing on the negative stuff all the time the doom and gloom like what's going to happen the unknown because there th this whole covid thing even today is still there's a lot of unknown you know, like how schools are trying to get back in, how, right. how sports are trying to get back in. Do they have high school sports this year? What does that look like? There's a ton of unknown, you know, but to go into a place in your community and to be greeted with uh, excitement that you're there and just having a normal conversation, because that's what you really key on at La Grande in my observations is, you know, building relationships. It's not just trying to get somebody's money. You're trying to build uh, quality relationships with the community. Right. Absolutely. I think that's a key to owning a business. You have to get to know your customers and treat them like family. And that's what we try to do. We are a family run business. My wife and I are the owners and, you know, we, we work the cafe and we have uh, 
a lot of great employees that we treat as family. You know, that's the way we want to have our employee relationships. So they're one of a kind. Well, and the beautiful thing is, it's just like it's modeled there. Uh, it's just what the Bible says, treat others as you'd want to be treated. Absolutely. You know, and to respect those, you know. And so I think that that's the staple. You know, you want to get through difficult times as a community. I think we start thinking about others, you know, and treating them as with respect, treating them with uh, dignity and honor and, and, and just serving them. Because if you come at life with the heart of a servant, you're going to gain um, openness with another person. You know, you're going to be, they're not going to be like thinking this person is trying to take advantage of me or they're only out for themselves. But what I appreciate about what I think that our community can learn from Lagrande's uh, example is, hey, re stay positive, treat others like you'd want to be treated. And, and, and care, you know, you actually genuinely care. Your employees would do above and beyond. I know that there was even a season when you even did some deliveries when you guys don't do deliveries, right? Right, right. I mean, when people didn't want to leave their house, we, we said, well, we can deliver, you know, so free of charge. You know, we didn't do any upcharge on delivery just right. so people had a way to get food that wanted our food, but, you know, didn't want to leave their house because they were fearful of the virus. And so you met a need. You thought outside of your scope, right? You didn't have to do that, but you did that because you cared about the community and you wanted them to uh, still have somewhat of a normalcy in a crazy time. Absolutely. And, and so that that is something that I think is very valuable, especially into our community here, because one thing that I was talking uh, to another person the other day was, you know, Casa Grande, for the most part, is a pretty genuine community that cares for each other, you know, and it's it, maybe it's a smaller sure. town, you know, but it's the overall, like, we're going to take care of each other. But that's what needs to continue. I think that that's what takes care of all these social justice issues, you know, when we start thinking of other people and treating them as we'd want to be treated. So uh, I think that that's, that's wonderful that you guys are, you know, bringing that normalcy into our community. And I thank you for the positive. Every time you go in there, you're going to be greeted with a, a hello and a Glad you're here, right? And so, welcome to La Grande Cafe. Yeah. And of course, when you leave, Eric, we say, "Have a grand day." And you know what, Tom? I have now adopted that into my daily uh, vocabulary. <laughs> so I'm like, even at your, I'm, a, I'm like the other coffee place in town. Sometimes I'll say to them, they'll say, "Hey, have a great day." I'll say, "Have a grand day." <laughs> <laughs> well, why not? You got to have a grand day. <laughs> and then, I'll, then I'll end the woo, you know? Because in fact, I uh, around the office, I'm, I'm always saying hello and then have a grande just because that's the influence that you've brought into my life you know because of going in there of just being more happy bringing <laughs> more great. of a upbeat presence because it brings joy right and yeah it's funny how just saying have a grande we get a lot of chuckles <laughs> and puts a smile on people's faces and, and i tell them come have a grande licious meal and grande -licious. Like, oh grande licious <laughs> i i think that that's the key is the joy you know, as again, the Bible says, laughter is like a medicine. And right now there's a lot of hurting people that don't have hope. But yet you can hear, as you've heard Tom today, share about the uh, the heart of, hey, let's try to work together. Let's let's get through this together. And uh, and you have a clean establishment. <laughs> you are going above and beyond. And so it's safe. So I say, let's continue to get out and support local businesses, not just La Grande Cafe. It's not a promotion for La Grande. I just wanted Tom to bring in a sense of normalcy, like 
businesses in Casa Grande are getting through this. And as residents of this area, we should support them. Well, thanks, Eric. Yeah, and thank you so, so much for having me here at Grace FM. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for being here with us. Uh, and so that concludes this episode of The Gate. The Gate is a program that focuses on the events, happenings, the people, and the places within our local communities. Have a grand day.